Hey, you guys. It's SJ. And Ray Ray. And we are slightly spiritual. We really slightly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, today is, uh, happens to be the longest day of the year. And oh, I can feel that shit. Yeah. So myself and Rachel and Eddie, we all had the same response to this midday podcast moment where we all think it's been a long day and it's only 1.30 <gasps> That's p.m. Can't be true. Um, but the, then Eddie pointed out that, yes, it, indeed, it is a long day. In fact, the longest day. It's all downhill from here, folks. It's the solstice. It's a hard word to say. It, it is. Easier to say is International Day of Yoga. That's true. And Rachel and I um, are yoga instructors, and um, we there's this event where um, the yoga studios close down for the day for the most part, and then uh, all gather together behind the Classic Center in Athens, Georgia, and we teach yoga one at a time. This morning... Uh, Shannon and I represented Five Points Yoga. We opened the whole business up. Nice. I wish you could have been there. I was at camp. So at Strong Girls Camp? Strong Girls Camp, yes. Ma'am. So I started the whole business out by checking the mic and the ukulele connection, and it turned into me doing the welcoming music. Oh, what did you sing? Um, Did you sing... um, I was going to sing a welcome song, but (laughs) I probably shouldn't. It is, yes. So Rachel almost sings on this podcast every time and doesn't Um, one day you will be so lucky or unlucky (laughs) whatever the case may be i've heard you sing um (laughs) and she's still alive okay my dream job is making those little quips in the back same i know right i don't want to make the noises i want to be like you mean in white? Hip, in like when? Songs. Yes, like when he totally. says "same color T-shirt" yeah. and he goes "white." I want to be that person. <laughs> That's I what can't I do, do that. <laughs> I'll say the words. You can. Yeah, Rachel and I listen to hip hop music all day long, and I listen to whole songs. She listens to partials. Um, okay, so I did want to say that I it was beautiful, and um, what's the name of the DJ? Sound Insight. Uh, I wanted to give them a little plug. The DJ. Yes, the yoga oh, DJs. I didn't know there were yoga DJs. Can you can you look it up on your phone right now? Where, like, like Sound Insight, I think it's called. Absolutely, that's why I have this. Yeah. And because. Um, and Eddie's over there, and he's like got fingers, fingers like spiders. He's got fingers. Um. So, yeah, the DJing was awesome. So I was checking the mic, and it had such beautiful sound insight productions sound insight productions please check them out they are awesome they run photo booths and um they play all sorts of events and especially yoga ones that's the ones i see them at and they also are yogis themselves it's a married couple ah and i love them they have great fashion also they do yeah to check it out today um i'll be there later i'll tell you about that yeah so rachel is going to teach at three today oh that's right that's why you are pressed for time. I am, because I have to teach at three. Um, and it's always interesting for me going to a yoga event to teach, because I teach kids and family. I don't actually teach families. I teach more kids. Is it kids. family yoga today? They ha- It was supposed to be just kids yoga. It's family yoga. But it doesn't matter. You can come with your family or not and just be kids. It doesn't matter. Whoever comes, comes. But in these kind of events, when people are there all day, they don't often want to go home and then get their kids for 45 minutes. So. I don't know that people will be there all day because there aren't snacks. So that's why ah. I split because I had to go no, get Did they used to have snacks? I feel like there was something to eat last year. So I, that's the service I'm going to provide next year. If it's possible for food to be allowed there, I'm going to bring some snacks. Okay. I mean like Rachel snacks. For those of you who don't know, I have my own special snacks. No, it's a treat. Oh, I'm sorry. I have treats. 
Like sprinkles. <laughs> yeah. So in my purse, I keep um, purple Jolly Ranchers and and I say sit, but she's usually already sitting. I know. I can tell, <laughs> I'm not going to tell my Jolly Rancher joke because it's not funny. Well, now you have to. It's really kind of dirty. Oh. I can tell it anyway. Okay. <laughs> Cover your ears, kids. <laughs> Shh. Leave the room. This is why Rachel and I can't be actual comedians, because we laugh before we even say the joke. You want a Jolly Rancher? Yeah. <laughs> okay, this was from third grade, so please, no, maybe sixth grade, but Tommy Costello taught me this joke. Shout out to Tommy Costello. Why don't you go fuck a farmer? Oh my God. Thank you, New Jersey <laughs> Public Schools. <laughs> All right, so speaking of that, farmers, um, there I think there were some today. Farmers? Well, it's easy because it's Athens. There's lots of hippies and farmers here. But I saw oh, yeah. a bunch of my wise students came to class Your today. Your wise? Like smart? My smart wise. No, students from the Y. Oh, and the students y. from Five Points Yoga because we were both teaching. So anyway, the class was awesome. There was this amazing breeze blowing through. And at the end, I taught, I sang for Shavasana. And it was like... What my, did you sing? My hair stood up on my arms. It was such a cool moment. I sang the song that my friends, actually, Jacob Horsey and Ronnie Foley wrote called River of My Song. And it's a, it's a song to the beloved, to the universe, to God the great mystery and it was um it was really awesome i had a great time and um i wanted to be there why weren't you there so today was day four of strong girls camp i guess if i really thought about it when we created it okay i create my calendar so i can't complain about anything but i mean i can <laughs> i just say i will but um <laughs> So I knew that it's International Day of Yoga, I guess, in my head. Well, no, I wouldn't even have thought of it when I made the week. But anyway, we were at Athens Academy this week for Strong Girls Camp. And today's focus was on finishing up our I Am, which is was body image and self-confidence day from yesterday, which led into letting go of perfection. You know, are you done? Because I want to make a comment regarding that. Certainly. Because, you know, we just go back and forth now, don't we? Um, so my friend Claire, my dear friend Claire texted me today and, uh, she said, you know, I just went, I came from an old lady workout class and I thought I would be safe there. But basically at the end of class, they all started talking about how she's lost weight and she said, no, I haven't. And they said, yes, you have. And then they used the term eat a sandwich, which if she had a freaking nickel for every time she's heard that. So my friend has really high metabolism. She's been skinny all her life. And, you know, there's a lot that comes with that with people being jealous who think that skinny is the thing. And then people telling her to eat a sandwich. I mean, I have been around her for 20 years and I've heard it just being near her. And I can't imagine how often that she's heard it just being her. So, you know, the body shaming that happens it, it's this odd thing like I don't know if people think they're being helpful but you know we were talking about how how can this be known that that's not okay like don't comment on other people's body in a shameful way dude well I think that's part of why I do what I do and we have to teach people that I mean I I mean I should be a, it should make sense like don't talk about other people's bodies don't ask someone who maybe put on a few pounds if they're pregnant. You don't know what's going on. I, let me yes. tell you, that has happened to me. I, I suffer from endometriosis and I'll swell up out of nowhere. 
and mm-hmm. go from looking like sort of me to like nine months pregnant, Rachel, and I can't have kids, never was able to. So when I was, especially in my 20s, when it was really bad and people would be like, I didn't know you were pregnant. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? So it's me? double whammy. Yeah. Because one, I look like I gain weight. So like, thank you. Two, now ask me if I'm pregnant. I can't have kids. So it's a whole big thing. But no one's taught that. Like you shouldn't talk about other people's bodies or so, so this is our public service announcement. So don't don't comment if someone's too skinny. You can say you look nice. Right. You can say, like, I was actually talking, I was at CrossFit this morning. I will try not to always talk about CrossFit. I know it's fucking annoying, <laughs> but it's really fun. Go try it. I love it. Did you get some snatches today? No, today was not. Yesterday was Did you snatch. work on your box? Yesterday was snatches. <laughs> we were, no, we work in the box. The box is the place. <laughs> Yesterday I learned all about snatches. <laughs> Today and oh, and we did thrusters yesterday. Also. Oh my god! Today I did an um, Never liberation. Old. We did AMRAP, which is every minute on the minute. No, as many reps as possible. Oh my god, that made no sense because EMOM is every minute on the minute. Anyway, I'm starting to say things like CrossFit people, and I know people want to punch me already. But but I'll be able to punch them and kill them. Not really, but I'll be strong. But anyway, my CrossFit coach who is fantastic, who um, she played. Uh, what do you call the thing with the ball soccer mm-hmm. tired in college and she's very fit and she does have big muscles mm-hmm. and she d- she worked with a group called charge which is really cool it's about teaching women they do have a uh, thing at uga teaching women like getting them off the elliptical that there's other ways to get fit and do things good things for your body you can lift weights you can go to different they go to different uh gyms and yoga studios and pilates and they go together so they feel more comfortable yeah about teaching different anyway so my teacher is my coach has muscles i have muscles and this girl came up to her and first of all said um i really she's like but she said my coach said i hear this all the time i want to lift weights i think it'd be cool but i don't want to get bulky Mm-hmm. And first of all, you're saying it to someone with big ass muscles. Mm-hmm. I would have punched her in the face, but not really. I just like to say that <laughs> I don't really punch anyone in the face. It just helps me to say it. But also, that size is about diet, and like people want to look that way. That mm-hmm. look that way, they do it because they like it. But also, like, why would you say that to somebody? But, yeah, it's a combination of I, I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about like one of the four agreements: don't take anything personally, ugh. and and that is a, that's a big challenge because if you're um, physical image is a sore spot for you. So if it is, if it's a sore spot for me, the comments that I hear are going to, you know, put salt in that wound if it's, if it's open to that. Um, you know, so, so it's also some of that, you know, not taking anything personally, but, and I can see the people who say that kind of thing to her, um, wish they were there, that their metabolism was too high as well, you know, and people, People make that comment like she's lucky and then they also like kind of cut her down. So um, it's it's an interesting dynamic and uh, it's hard to say what people should do. You know, I think for me, uh, the only time I make a comment on someone's body in any sort of way, except for, hey, you look nice. Um, I make sure that they ask me first what I think. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell someone if their butt looks good in a pair of pants. Yeah. Or if they're looking... I don't know. I'll say something positive. I think it's positive. I don't know. Maybe it's not always. But as someone who comes from a background of disordered eating and body image shit, it is. It's it, it's hard not to take it personally because that is your thing. So and like it's you're, true. it's in your head all day long. You're thinking about what your body looks like and what you've eaten and 
and are you looking too big, too small, too this, too that? Does your pain, totally. you know, so it's hard. And then there's sometimes where, you know, I'll get a compliment that to another person may be a really, a really, um, sought after compliment, but because I was sexualized at a very early age, sometimes mm. it can trigger me. Yes. You know, so, um, we never know what's going on with someone and, um, it's, I feel that maybe I'll think, you know, if they ask me, um, I might give my opinion, but, uh, yeah, I, I, it gave me a new concept today when she told me that. It, since I started strong girls and we do this whole body image thing, I notice more and I kind of get this like, please even, you know, with my interns or with other people, the way they talk to young girls is you look so cute today. Your hair looks so pretty. Right. And that's the first thing they say to them. And yep. I'm trying to, even it's someone like me, like, let's comment on like, just something that likes to say, I kind of thought it's great to see you today. Yeah. Yeah. You have a really open heart. Thank you for all your humor that you bring mm-hmm. to the group. But yeah, with, with females, like from a very early age, all the compliments that I ever heard were on my appearance. And if you were funny, usually when someone said she has a great sense of humor. That meant you weren't pretty. Right, I mean, you're a fugly. <laughs> right, and I'm like, I want to be funny, but that is, that used to be a thing, like, if you were told you were a funny person, it's like, well, you're not pretty, so at least you got your humor. Yeah, so speaking of humor, if you like fugly, if you like Athens, do you like this segue? <laughs> that was a good segue. I wanted to let you know that we are being hosted by um, awesome folks, and uh, if you like podcasts, which obviously you do, you might subscribe to the Athens Public Think Tank podcast which I have been a guest on before and I loved it it's on your podcasting app um the hosts uh they come up with problems and imaginary sometimes fantastic solutions and it's pretty funny um you can search for Athens public access on iTunes or or wherever you get your uh, podcast I also wanted to plug another um show that has been really I've been listening to it every single day um it's called the recovery show and it's run by some guy named Spencer, and um, the emblem is a lunar moth, and it's um, it's based on like twelve step recovery, especially um, one program in particular. And he has all these guests and all these awesome concepts. And is that thunder? Because I'm going to go to the pool later. Was that thunder? Because uh, uh-uh. you can't go to the pool if it's thunder. Dang it. Did you know that? I hope it's just children's in the background. Sure. I did know that. I did know that. So um, yeah, I, wanted to, sure. I wanted to plug that um, that podcast Can and also t- say to plug ours, and then I want you to plug yours. So we'll just like make it a, a slightly spiritual sandwich on other podcast bread. So our website is athenspublic.com slash slightly spiritual, and our email is slightly spiritual at gmail.com. And we would love your, I would, maybe I should say, you can say what you would love after I, after I say it. I know I would love your, um, um, topic suggestions, maybe, maybe questions and questions, comments, um, only if they're positive. Yeah. We don't take negative comments. Well, so keep it nice. I made it nice. Let's be friendly. Yeah. So would you like to, uh, share any? There are, the podcast that I listen to the most is called Adderall and Compliments, which is, that was thunder. Oh, hell no. That just ruined my day. It better not rain in the morning because we have a scavenger hunt set and we can't, we don't have a backup plan. Can I come to the scavenger hunt? Absolutely. (gasps) Um, 
And so Adderall and Compliments were just hosted by Annabelle DeSisto. If it wasn't for that podcast, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now. <laughs> she talks a lot about mental health, health issues as well as all things pop culture and politics, which is cool how she can mix it all together. She also used to write for Joan Rivers. Oh, so yes. So you know she's fucking funny. And I also, I'm going to do two. I have torn between two. One is more Bravo-centric, so for those, I'll just, I won't do that one. If you have not listened yet to Dak Shepard's podcast, I highly recommend it. He is fantastic and has amazing guests. Hey, I have a question for those who have been to the International Day of Yoga. That's me. Do we have it if it rains? Yes, because it. it's under the pavilion. I'm sorry. I was really excited. I <laughs> should edit that out, please. I'm just kidding. Rachel hoped that she would go home and read her book. Oh, or go to the pool with me and not be able to get in because thunder. Yeah, I'm afraid of thunder. What? You really are? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I have a friend who's also afraid of thunder. You know what I'm afraid of? A lot of freaking wind. wind. Isn't that weird? Like, I realize that... Um, you know, Athens is pretty protected from like cray cray weather a lot of the times. Yes, We're at it the is. foothills of the Appalachia. You know, but we've got some really fucking tall trees in Athens, Georgia, a lot of pines. Um, and so whenever there's a hurricane that's blowing from in over yonder you know we're uh we have some land on the east coast mm -hmm. and so in hurricane season we feel the winds um but usually they've blown out for the most part by the time they get to us but there was a few years ago where oh hell no like it was blowing like crazy and I have a little house in the trees and I mean I was up shaking all night like in the corner so I don't remember when this was. Well, I should about two thousand seven, I believe. Maybe I don't know. Don't it, this is not an exact date, but I believe it was um, when school was starting. Two thousand seven. It was hurricane season, mm -hmm. Augusty, September. Whenever school starts. Yeah. And I was living on Hart Avenue. That's nice. Yes, it was a cool street with my ex, and we had fall. I was, was a teacher worked out? I have no idea. But anyway, we fell asleep watching TV in the living room. And it was a stormy, it was a dark and stormy night. And it was at night? Yes, we fell asleep super early. And I don't know how I slept through the storm, but I was wearing, just as a side note, a white t-shirt, just a white t-shirt, and bright red sweatpants that were U.S. Marine sweatpants. Mm -hmm. and, that's all, and that's what I was wearing. Fell asleep and it was a storm. And I thought someone had kicked in our door and was breaking in. But what happened was a tree came through our house wow and my ex slept through the whole thing and a, <laughs> and a beam broke and just missed hitting him in the chest i freaked out i'm screaming there's sheetrock all over me i'm soaking wet because the water's now coming through the house someone called the fire department whatever happened the fireman came and said get out of the house so we took our cats i this, don't even this sounds like us in the ditch a little bit yes it is these <laughs> things happen I mean, a lot of parallel. i just saw lightning too ah. and um so because I was in shock, I didn't realize I was in shock. I grabbed a pair of high heel shoes. <laughs> I had a wet t-shirt, white wet t-shirt. No brazier. No brazier. Oh my lord, child! Bright, I am scandalized. Bright red sweatpants, and let me tell you, the high heels were also red and like suede. Of course. And instead of just going to the hospital like I needed to, because I hurt my arm, I took a pit stop at the school I was supposed to go teach at to tell them I wouldn't be there that oh day. Oh my god. <laughs> Because a tree, tree fell through my house. While wearing that outfit? Yes. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was not my best school year. Rach, this is why we're friends, I think. I smell. Well, you oh, know, 
Um, it's fun being at Rachel's house. So we've moved to to a new place in our relationship where we can hang around and watch TV without bras on. In bed together. Yeah, and not in a sexy way. Don't nope. worry. With and with a picnic blanket. Yeah, so um, we have a picnic blanket. We have food. So we have Fatsa Maroni night, which is now on Mondays. Um, sometimes we squeeze in other Maronis. Um, yeah, we that, can we can Fatsa other times. <laughs> <laughs> hey, babe, it's Fatsa. Come up with Fatsa Maroni. Yeah. So now we started watching Dead Like Me. Is that the name of it? That is the name of it. Have you watched any without me? You have to tell me the truth. Look him to my eyes. I have not. I've been watching Dynasty. Oh my fucking god! And I can't make it through the first episode. Why don't you just watch The Guiding Light or The Young and the Restless? It's the new Dynasty, but (laughs) it's my sleeping pill. I make it through the exact part of the show, and I have no idea what happened, so I can't get past episode one. Episode, not episode. It's not an app. Oh, that's a good word. Actually, I know we should have. We should. Oh my god! Don't tell anybody that word yet. I would be bruised if you did. That's the other one I want to make happen. <laughs> kind of like fetch, but this one will happen. So Dynasty is my sleeping pill. But anyway, Dead Like Me, I have not. If I say I'm not going to watch something, I won't. Okay, I see that in your eyes right now. So last night I was at Amy's house. So we have this dear friend, the <gasps> tattooed lady. Uh, hell no. Okay, I got We're nervous. watching Ingle but, but Humperdunk. What's his actual name? <laughs> Baba Boom. Cumperbutt. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Wait, what's his actual name? I can never Benish, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch. Cumberbatch. Anyway, so he's Cumberbatch? got this yeah, something like that. Okay. He's you should look it up. He's okay. got a I was um, just videoing <laughs> She was just videoing her crotch while we were talking. So <laughs> So um Oops. we've been Amy and I have been watching uh Patrick Melrose. So it's this show um about an addict um and his process through near recovery and Benedict. relapse. Cumber batch, not patch. Cumber batch. Cumber? Cumber, batch. like cum like cucumber batch. Like a batch of cucumbers. Oh my god. Oh my god. Thank now you. I'll always remember. Benedict. Like Benedict. Arnold. Eggs Benedict. He's like food. We okay. <laughs> okay. What was I saying? Okay. So Amy and I had a thought Maroni last night, and but she can never remember it, so she always calls it um bar mitzvah. <laughs> So we had Do you ramen. say a prayer? Um, <laughs> you have to say a blessing if it's a bar mitzvah. I, I didn't even sing. Um, so we have um, pizza, pizza and ramen. So the, the truth is, is that Amy and I and her three children have family night once a week. And her freaking kids are with their dad right now, which that's fine. We can share. But it was actually really nice because we got to watch um, our show, which we can't watch around the kids. But we are watching uh, Riverdale with the kids. Um, one just turned 10 today. Happy birthday, Ayla. Ayla's birthday is today. Happy birthday to oh my you. Gosh. I could do it in Hebrew. Okay. Yom Huled at Sameach. Oh, shit, I sang. I was just going to say. That wasn't real. That was fake. <laughs> <laughs> that was my pretend singing. That was fake. Skip yeah. around the room. Skip around the room. Won't shut up till you skip around the room. Skip around the room. Skip around the room. Won't shut up till you skip, skip around, around the room. room. That was awesome. I just learned that. They used to do that at birthdays at camp. And I was so happy that my birthday was not at camp because the whole chadar ha'ochel, that's not English, the whole place where you eat would sing to you in Hebrew. Uh And they first they'd go, sheked bevakasha. Anyway, they'd get everybody quiet. Then they'd sing in Hebrew, happy birthday to you. And then they would um, 
say, sing Skip Around the Room, Skip Around the Room. And I have to tell a really bad story of something we did at camp. Okay, so you're about to? Real quick. How much time do we have left, um, Eddie? Because I want to make a... All right, I'm going to make a note of that. Okay. Okay, so one year at camp... Remember on the back of milk cartons? Yes. They had missing kids. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got in trouble because we did a whole birthday. It was her birthday. And we got in trouble for singing you... happy birthday and skip around the room to the missing child. <sighs> and that, and I was like 10 and I still remember that. Um, do you have some shame about that? or are you I kinda... mean, that's terrible. Yeah. In some ways. But... We also you were 10? Yeah. Well, when I look at Ayla and I think she's done stuff, I'm like, she's a child. It's fine. We just got really yelled at for it. They shamed us. Anyway. Well, I do want to say that, um, speaking of children, there are, I was a nanny for 18 and a half years, and the kids that I helped raise uh, have their birthdays this month and next month. And a couple of days ago was Eliza's birthday, and she got her learner's permit on her birthday, first try. I'm very proud. And then yesterday, she's, we spent several hours her driving me around and us going shopping. And Did you sit in the front seat or the back seat? I s- <laughs> It wasn't driving Miss SJ. <laughs> I love this. My favorite thing. But dude, the opportunity to sit there and be the patient parental unit that um, I am to her and or like slash big sister slash favorite aunt. Who knows? I don't even have a title, but I know that it felt so awesome to see her drive and rites of passage of other human beings is so freaking touching. It's awesome are you texting me right now no there's just shit just all right put your phone down or you're gonna get a whooping i will beat you (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so uh, and yesterday um what else happened yesterday dang it was a long day not as long as today i went to the pool i had the perfect oh that's what happened so nice i went to the pool with y'all an end of a day thing that oh my god it made my day so much better you know just a little bit of dunk in the pool is really nice it's so great i think getting up for um well getting up at five has been exhausting i know whatever it's my own doing um so i have been drawing stick figures so i did want to say the other thing i wanted to say about spending the night at amy's house is that i'm doing a lot of sleepovers recently um being single and wanting to be like in a part of a squad, it turns out you can do that just by asking people if you can sleep over. And so it's been really fun. And with all the extra time I don't spend obsessing about my relationship, I'm making cartoons. What do you think? I can't see them from here. Well, but I saw something. They looked awesome. Um, it was my, I, I doodled make, out my day. Can you um, doodle us? Oh, you know, I can doodle for uh, slightly spiritual and maybe maybe a little so, logo might come out you never yeah, know and so coming soon to a social media outlet near you will be instagram mm, maybe twitter mm, what else um i don't know we could do a facebook page we could we might because then we might do so what i really like about outer all and compliments is they do this facebook page where people respond and she has a name for her peoples uh-huh. and i have met a lot of wonderful people one of which has become a life coach for me that's awesome thank you judy b 
Oh, Judy B. We really appreciate you. I know Rachel does. I know so SJ I do. does because she's like, God, finally you're getting some help with our cray brain. <laughs> yeah. So we all get help. In fact, right before this, I came from talking to my therapist. Um, that that bitch put the smack down on me today. She's like, hmm. move on. I was like, okay. So you know how we relive our trauma? Do you guys ever do that? So whenever I was little. I have to go in a few minutes. Okay. Sorry. So whenever I was a little bitty girl, um, the size of a peanut, um, my birth mother went deuces. She pieced out for whatever mental reasons. Um, and <clears throat> she came back. She left. She came back. She, she left. And so it was like part time mother. And then she left. And I uh, spent the rest of my life waiting on her to come back while kind of just living my life in the background. And, you know, I was talking today about how some of my alcoholic friends, um, I hear them talk about how they've been, they've had the obsession to drink removed. And I heard the speaker the other day on this podcast I mentioned talk about, you know, he's been sober for a really long time and he thinks about drinking almost every day. Right. And he said, I'm, I'm very happy for the people who have had that obsession removed, but I have not. And, you know, it really gave me a lot of space for this because I still have the fantasy. I know in my grown up 41 year old mind that the birth mother who has this for whatever reason is never coming back, but there is a little part of me that still clings to it. And so I think I got a new perspective today on that, um, that even though that's playing in the background, even though I'm still playing the waiting game, um, I'm just going to live my life. So more and more of my attention is focused on what I can create, how I can serve others and, um, how I can be the most present today. And, and it's really great because I no longer have the obsession to have the obsession removed, Oh wow! <laughs> which has given me a bunch of space. So I feel like today I feel freer than I have felt in a long time. Well, and I hope for me that this podcast well, I hope that for others, this podcast helps them because even just doing this and talking and getting out of my head for a minute and having fun, some of my crazy thoughts mm-hmm. is helpful. So my hope is too that 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 someone hears this and it helps them. Yes, exactly. Slightly. Yeah, even slightly. <laughs> so you can be slightly more spiritual. But yeah, living up here. Well, you can't see what I'm pointing at. I don't live in the clouds. <laughs> I mean, kind of. I live in my head and I obsess. So I I love that idea of like. Because I often want to, like, I get down on obsessing about my obsessions. So if I can learn to let that go a little bit and be yeah. okay and seeing it in a different way and what I can do with mm-hmm. them in a different way, I think that would be fantastic. I feel that the the way that I get that freedom is listening to other people go easy on themselves. It's true. Because a lot of this is just that I'm suffering from an acute case of being human. You know. You're human? It's rough. So are you saying that you have to leave before our podcast will be at 45 minutes? Well, no, I can stay for a little bit longer. I just, I have to meet my interns before 2.40. Oh, you'll be fine then. So we got about 12 more minutes. You good for that? Yeah, that's fine. You know, you know, so for those of you who don't know me, I have anxiety around time. You, you have anxiety. Did you not know that? (laughs) Shit, I let a cat out of the bag. Yes, I'm very anxious, and time freaks the fuck out of me. Yeah, so I actually have a lot of chillness around time. So we, so Rachel and I are opposites attract. 
And we went out with our friend Shannon the other night, and she pointed out that we're like... The odd couple? <laughs> ben and Jerry? Not Ben and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> I like Ben and Jerry's better. <laughs> but I guess Tom and Jerry, one of them is trying to kill the other one. Yeah. But they're also like cat and mouse. Like, I was know. just going to say, cat and mouse, it's my new favorite card game. So if you guys don't know cat and mouse, I wish you would so that you can come to Athens, Georgia and play with me. I want to teach SJ how to play backgammon. Um, okay. Okay. So my, my, I was drilled in my head. I was drilled in my head. I was not drilled. It was drilled in my head by my family that 10 minutes early is on time, which means we would always be like 30 minutes early to everything. Mm-hmm. My mom used to also tell me like, if I had a job interview, I should drive the day before, though, like the week before, make the drive a couple of times to make sure I knew how to get there and I wouldn't be late. So I panic around time. I'm never late you know it's interesting how we have our things um because i'm i'm not sure if it's that i've always been pretty relaxed about time it's not that i'm always on time but i'm i'm i've been told i'm like a train i definitely pull in right on the dot of things and pull out right on the dot of things and that's something that i've had to actually be more flexible around like if rather than following the clock, following the energy of the situation. But I find that if I show up early, sometimes people are in their underwear, you know, but the nature of my job is that I go to people's houses and teach teach them things. So, you know, um, whenever I say I'm going to be there at 8 o'clock, I'm there at 8 o'clock. Well, I sit outside their house. Uh, I won't go to the front door until the time. Well, because usually they're in the toilet, on the toilet. That's one thing my um, old boss, Burtis, taught me. Um, we have that in common. Like, I know... I, th- I think I'm either gifted that way or I learned it from him or a little bit of both. But um, I, I know how long things are going to take, um, including travel time. And um, You never know what could happen. And I also know how to parallel park without having learned. Um, I don't know how to parallel park. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't parallel park. I can't deal with time. God, I sound like a lunatic. I sound old. No, we just Neuro- we complement each other. Um. And yeah. yeah, I'm neurotic about other things than you. And that's why it's so helpful. Um, so yeah, if you want to write in, um, slightly spiritual at gmail.com. Please do. That'd be so awesome. Um, it'd be nice if you shared with us the things that, you know, I don't know if it's called triggers or your things, you know, so we, for me, the community, the friendship, the fellowship, if you attend, um, any sort of group groups like 12 step or any, um, recovery groups at all. Um, then you, you'll find, I find that when other people tell their story, you know, it's always some form for me of either thinking I'm going to lose something I think I have, or that I'm not going to get something that I think I want. And it comes up in these little isms Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, for me, it can be, um, with the way I look, Mm, um, with the way people look at me, me too. Um, with how many people show up to my classes, mm-hmm. um, with, it depends on how spiritually fit I am whenever I put on a show when, and I'm a singer. Um, and if people are listening or not, sometimes I feel so connected that I don't give a single shit if people are listening or not. It's definitely hard to sing over people talking, but it's, to me, it's an indication of, of how, uh, I guess, yeah, how spiritually fit I, I feel ask, at the time. So, you know when you're in some shows and people sing along? Is that the same to you as people talking? No. Okay. I was just curious. I... Because whenever they're talking, and they honestly 
could be talking about me. But whenever they're talking and I'm on stage and they're looking at each other, the energy is going somewhere. I I knew I would keep hitting this thing. The energy is going somewhere besides between me and them. Um, But whenever they're singing along, um, it's really sweet. It's really sweet. Sometimes I go to, um, I sing at places and a lot of people have heard my records and they know them and it's so cool. It'd be nice if it was like, okay, then my mind turned to Beyonce. That new video of Beyonce. Is that what it's called? Yeah. The Carters? The the one in the museum in the Louvre? I couldn't think of that name. It was like Lever. Um, In the Louvre? In the the Louvre? Yes, that one. (laughs) Bye, Eddie. We love you. Is Uh, awesome. Oh, he's locking the door against the rug rats. Uh, I thought he was like, I'm done with these people. Eddie's fashion is always the best. I'm really sad that this is radio so that you can't see Eddie's fashion. One day we could do a little live. Oh, yeah. An Insta Live of our podcast. And, um, yeah. But I I have to dress up a little bit. I think we should probably have Eddie talk, too, because Eddie is the one, one of the people in Think Tank, the podcast I was talking about earlier. He should definitely say something. I know. Would you like to chime in? We'd like to have a guest. Hi. Hi, Eddie. (laughs) Do you have any... Do you have any comments or questions on anything that we've said today, provided that you have been listening, and it's okay if you haven't? Um... Boy, that's really putting me on the spot here. I I liked a lot of the stories. I liked the um, tree in the house. That seemed pretty terrifying. Wow. And um, <laughs> uh, no, I don't really have many comments to 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 get at. I was wondering about uh, Claire, how she deals with that the yeah. the food thing. Like, what does she do to so, deal with it? You mean, what does she do with the high metabolism? Well, no, everyone talks to her about um, eating sandwiches. Uh And what's her, like, response? Does she internalize it or does she, like, uh, does she avoid sandwiches? Like, I feel like that would (laughs) cause, like, a lot of, uh, you know, weird head stuff. Well, I did actually want to mention that. And then we we got distracted and I talked about something else. But that, thank you for asking that, Eddie, because in the South... And my and my dear friend Paige, who happens to be Claire's sister, and we talk about that. And I don't know if it's just about if it's just the South or it's like everyone, but um, a lot of times, like as women, we have been trained to be nice to people who are making us nervous, especially yes. men who are coming onto us. Like they'll be coming onto us, and we had this smile, and somehow we have to placate them while trying to get away. Sometimes not even trying to get away. And then, so my mind turned to that, and I was like, "Wait a minute! It's not just women with men. Like we are taught to play nice to people who are hurting us." And so, you know, Claire is like me. She was born and bred Southern, uh, whatever we are, Southern girl. And, um, so in the moment, I'm not sure she puts the smack down on anybody. I'll ask her what she said, actually. It's interesting because then, you know, people think of people from where I'm from, like North, that we do say shit back. There are people like that. Well, I wouldn't say it to a stranger or someone I barely know. If it's someone I know, I will cut you down for saying something mean to me. See, for me, I'm more likely to say that to a stranger to say, um, I don't want to hear that. But I, actually, here, I, though, I have said to a stranger, because I'm told to smile a lot. Right. Oh, fuck you. Don't tell me to smile. I usually tell them my mom just died. <laughs> and not that you have resting bitch face. No. I like to tell them. <laughs> and my mom did die, but not that moment. I said that before she died, too. God, maybe I brought it on. I didn't. This is a whole new topic. That really, but I'll say something like, not always that, but something happened. I'm like, you don't know what happened to me. 
You don't know me. You don't know me. I will yeah. cut you. But yeah, those kind of things. But um, we were always taught in a way to speak up. But I maybe it's just me. I just didn't. Strangers. I don't know. Yeah. It um, makes someone feel bad. Well, whenever I am around Claire, when I have experienced this, she, you know, she kind of just like, she's really, really nice and loving to the people, even though they're triggering her deepest shit. You know, she just, she's like, <laughs> kind of like that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, because I have two daughters, and um, when we go to my parents' house, a lot of the time, uh, my parents are not even Southern. My mom is Puerto Rican, and my dad's from Virginia, which I guess is Southern, but they always call them pretty girl. Oh, like, yeah. Pretty girl. Exactly. Hi, pretty girl. And it's like, they're my parents, so you, I, you can tell them not to do something up to a point, but, you know, they're kind of, they feel more entitled because yeah. they created me. Um, that's interesting. So, yeah, it is an interesting because we're told that from the beginning. That's important, pretty yeah. girl, right? And it's only coming from them. It's not everybody in their lives yeah. doing that, but they're probably thinking about it, right? Yeah, and we're. I think from a young age we look for those kind of things too quickly because that's what we hear. Yeah, you know, it starts out very early, and that's what we know is acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I whenever uh, I have a sleepover at Amy's house. Um, I stay in my friend Ayla's bed and she is the one who's 10 and I saw in her room that she had an award for prettiest girl mm. and I was like huh I thought I, I saw it today and I was thinking about that that's bothersome um, is that from her school yes mm-hmm. mm. yeah are you texting me again no next time I'm gonna take your phone so if you te- if you text and podcast at the same time it takes a lot of talent <laughs> <laughs> You manage it pretty well. I do. No one knew. If you didn't say anything, no one would have seen it. Yes, yeah. because you disappear. So what's um what's our time like? Uh, it's 2.15. 41 minutes. So we're at 41 minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there anything else that um, anyone would like to share or ask before we adjourn this third podcast session of ours? I would like to say thank you to everybody today because I was in a shit-tastic mood a few moments ago. <laughs> and I'm in a much better headspace. So thank you. Yeah. yeah, friends. It's good to get it out. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. I needed that. Whew. Yeah, and um, I've noticed, you know, whenever we first started this podcast, I felt some pressure to say the right thing or to be of service to so and so or to have a freaking theme. Um, but you know what I realize is, as I listen to podcasts, what what comforts me the most is that I I relate with people, mm-hmm. um, and it's not necessarily what they say. Sometimes not even how they say it, but it's a freaking vibe. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I know my people when I hear my people. And so, um, I am happy to just be present, um, and a constant in someone's life. For me, that's been a really important thing of the people I listen to. It's like, I turn on these podcasts, Tara Brock, the recovery show, um, sounds true, whatever it is. And I'm like, Oh, there's my friend talking. Yep. I call them as Annabelle and the, her kittens call them best friends in my head and I do it's like you know you listen to these people and you just feel a connection and I think part of this being because the, the ones I listen to I feel like they're being authentic and they're not trying to put on a show or be something that they're not yeah. and I think that's what's for me is important and that's what I want to be so yeah. this gives me a space to be myself so goofy you, and whatever it comes out of my mouth yeah and you look cute today by the way I like <sighs> your hair you. it's all at a jaunty angle I stink 
Yeah. I mean, that's okay. We're like across the room for each okay, other. Because I was really afraid you could smell me from a mile away. And when I say you look cute, I just mean like, I'm happy to see you. Thank you. I'm very happy to see you. I'm happy to see you too, Eddie. Thanks. You know, there's something really special about familiar faces. I really have to. And familiar voices. I'm starting to freak out. And Rachel. I got to go to the teach kiddos. is ready to go yeah sorry friends i gotta go teach some fans so i would like to tell you that um friends we, that we've never met we love you very much we do and, and we'll, we'll see, see you see next soon. time peace out deuces peace out motherfuckers <laughs>